Hello and welcome to the About to Interview podcast. I'm your host, that guy named John. This is a supplemental version of the About to Interview podcast, which drops every Wednesday and covers movies, TV shows, film festivals, and more. You can follow the podcast on all forms of social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at About to Review. And make sure to subscribe on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Blueberry, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. This show focuses solely on the conversations that I have with authors, directors, actors, and creators, and is available on YouTube as well as subscribing to the podcast. Make sure to click the subscribe button below, give a thumbs up, and check out the full show notes with links to the guests at abouttoreview.com. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Hey folks, this is that guy named John again. Just wanted to give a quick disclaimer that the interviews you are about to hear that were done on location at the Vancouver Webfest 2018 were done by a person who was kind of sick and losing his voice. Spoiler alert, that person is me, and I am him. Uh, And I'm still kind of losing my voice and still kind of sick. So if you hear some weird edit breaks in the middle of the interviews, it is because I was probably like coughing up a lung or something. So I apologize for that. Just wanted to give that quick disclaimer before you listen to the interviews that I did during Vancouver Webfest 2018. I apologize, but here we go straight into the interviews. Enjoy. Ben Strang is the writer and director and producer and man of a thousand hats for the short that we watched called Beast. Welcome to the show. Thank you. So Beast was something that you initially kind of had one plan with, and then as you talked about in the Q&A last night, it now is going in a completely different direction than what you originally had planned. Talk a little bit about that and that kind of process and how it changes. It was originally set out as a digital series, Mm -hmm. which is what we've released it and premiered it as. It's a pilot. Beast is a 17-minute pilot um, for a digital series, Um, and we premiered it a month ago. Uh, at South by Southwest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Congratulations, the, by the way. Thanks. In the independent episodic program. Since then, instead of developing it as a 17-minute episode digital series, mm-hmm. we have, um, I guess you could say, retargeted it as a one-hour show. Okay. So we're taking it out as a one-hour show. Same concept. Um, elaborated, obviously, in a number of ways uh, right. to go into that format. Um, to sit in a sit on a network like HBO or Netflix or something in that camp. Very cool. Yeah. So when we were watching it last night, and we were honored to watch it, considering it was only the second time it has been shown at a festival. So it tells the story of this young man in search of kind of multiple things, uh, in search of a father that he lost, and also in search of a creature that he believes is out there. So what were the baseline inspirations for this story? That's a great question. Um, The searching element of it is something 
that is thematically interesting to me. I think that when people have something in their life that is an unknown or missing, mm-hmm. they find themselves on searching quests. Mm-hmm. They find themselves looking for something that's maybe more tangible yeah. that they can sink their teeth into. And maybe that's a pursuit that is a learning experience or an actual journey to go somewhere and do something. But in some way, the, and I've experienced this many times in different, with relationships and with like artistic endeavors and things Mm -hmm. like this, but in some way, the tangible pursuit of that thing helps unfold the real search that's inside the personal thing that is Mm -hmm. going on. So in Beast thematically, while it's about a kid whose dad has gone missing at sea, been lost at sea, with no, uh, without a trace, mm-hmm. he believes that there is a uh, sea creature that was responsible for this disappearance, right. and he's taken it upon himself to prove that to be the case and see if there is any any evidence or any way of finding his father. So, in the quest to find his dad, he has to go into this other world and figure out what the truth about this sea creature in this bizarre island. Um, where his dad disappeared from is and so thematically I'm um, kind of trying to work into that idea and that life experience of what do you do when there's a big gaping hole in your life and what types of tangible things do you take on to understand that for yourself excellent and then with those kind of big things that we are searching for whether it is personal professional one way that this kind of resonated is the atmosphere that you created. So where this takes place in this tiny (laughs) little town in Maryland Mm -hmm. is something that is deeply personal to you because of your connection to that area. Mm -hmm. How did that area affect kind of the, the original vision and then kind of what it has become? Yeah. So Beast was filmed in a location in Maryland on the eastern shore of Maryland. Mm Mm-hmm one of the marshland islands that make up the bay side of the eastern shore kind of like this area in right. vancouver this isn't a bay exactly but ben is pointing it, to the large body of water that we're sitting next to <laughs> for those listening at home sitting 40 feet above it is kind of harrowing because we are sitting like if we if i cannot see some rocks right there it feels like we are on top of the water if there wasn't a window here we would be in trouble yeah um Yes, it was filmed on this island called Smith Island, Mm -hmm. which is from where I grew up in Annapolis, Maryland. Smith Island is about a two and a half hour drive to the ferry port and then an hour boat ride out to the island. So you kind of go up from the mainland of Maryland over to the eastern shore onto the boat and then out into the middle of the bay. It's 12 (laughs) miles offshore. So right next to the middle of nowhere, it sounds like. (laughs) When you're there, yeah, it's it's isolated. Um, The location there is an exaggerated location of a ecosystem of the world that is close to home for me which is the marshland bay grass um, environments of the chesapeake bay Mm -hmm. which is really unique to estuaries on the east coast you see it there and you see it um, a little bit in the carolinas and then you see it down in um, mississippi on the delta and places like that louisiana stuff like that Um, And I spent a lot of time around those kind of disappearing marshland environments growing up. Um, The whole entire bay is surrounded by 
um, research and um, save the bay type right Con- conservation efforts conservation efforts mm-hmm. um, in any number of ways from wildlife to um, oysters to uh, plant life that's having a very specific effect on the mm. oxygenation of the bay and the nitrogen levels in the bay so anyways that's all getting away from the point that <laughs> Those um, those environments were really personal to me growing up, and now being not a you know ten year old anymore or fifteen year old like the kid in, in the movie, um, it has a soft spot for me. So finding Smith Island a couple years ago mm-hmm. when I went there for the first time, and I saw this island that's like just that. I mean, it's there's two hundred right. people that live there. It's a very small community. There is not a there's not a doctor or a hospital on the island. There's like one or two places to eat they have to go to the quote-unquote big city for that which is an hour boat ride boat ride yeah but it's not a big city it's chrisfield maryland um (laughs) so instead of the 200 population of smith island you have a bustling metropolis of oh a couple thousand i don't even know yeah i mean (laughs) i don't even know it's like a like the size of a local park (laughs) wow um yeah i don't know it's it's a very bizarre unique special place and mm-hmm. you go there it's a 400 year old island it was settled by john smith not 400 years old it's probably closer to 300 mm-hmm. it was settled by john smith hence smith island right many years ago and so when you're in a place like that you can feel the history there yeah. you can feel the family legacy there it's just a lot of feelings so that's good for i guess filmmaking very cool <laughs> and then uh, to kind of wrap it up yeah so from here what is the next step for beast is it going to be making a larger festival circuit are you guys going to dive right into production what is next the i mean this this digital pilot will do some more festivals this year and tour around and see some different theaters and um the next step for the concept and for the property is to develop it into a longer form project um probably that will materialize as a one-hour tv show um something in that you know in that camp um it's kind of unclear at this point exactly what the finished you know produced project will Mm -hmm. be and what platform it will live on but um it will ultimately just have to be whatever is right for it because it's a pretty like specific unique story and so i'd like to find a place that find a group of people and a place that understands it and you know is interested in the same things that i am fantastic yeah. and then where can people follow you on social media the the film what is the yeah, best place um instagram is cool i'm mm-hmm. ben h as in uh h as in hector <laughs> ben h strang is my instagram and then the film is uh beast the series beast the series on, on instagram yeah fantastic all those links will be in the show notes below thanks for sitting down with me ben totally thank you Post award show, <laughs> sitting down with Bryn and Brianna from Girls vs. the City. Since it is post awards, you are only 16 shy of what I thought you would get. <laughs> but you did end up getting an award. Congratulations, Thank both of you. you. Thank you so Very much. much. So, with Girls vs. the City, hilarious web series. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, with what we got to see, the trials and tribulations of dating. Yes. So, how much of this was based on reality? I would say like a good 80 to 90%. 
Yes, if not our own lives, then people in our lives um, yeah. taking stories, uh, ridiculous stories of theirs, and turning it into hilarious content. Yeah. And when you guys were first talking about the, the series at the Q&A, there's disagreement of how much was improv on set. <laughs> Has there been a resolution to how much was actually improv? I did think about that. Uh, well, me too. <laughs> the thing is, because the entire thing is scripted. Yes. Um, the entire series is always scripted. On the day, we've stick fairly close to the script, probably like 70, 80. Yeah. And then we just always do like a take of just whatever we want. Yeah, kind of. just run wild. The yeah. crazier, the better. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Sometimes that stuff makes it, and sometimes, sometimes it really worse. doesn't work. <laughs> and sometimes yeah. we're like, oh, our script was better. It was better, yeah. yeah. And it depends on the actor, too. I would yes. say, like, people like Amy Good Murphy, Aaron Reed, like, some improvise a lot more than others because they yeah. uh, think that they are funnier than what we wrote, and they genuinely are. And they are. So, yeah. yeah. So, win-win. So, win-win, exactly. yeah, absolutely. So, who was the guy... At the dumpster with That's the guitar. That's Aaron Reed. Yeah. Aaron, <laughs> Aaron Reed. Yes, he's a Vancouver he's comedian. One of the funniest people I've ever I met in my re- life. Like he does a live show, and well, he does lots of live shows yeah. for many years, and like every show I've ever seen him in for a decade, I laugh, cry, like, and yeah. it's like to the point of that point where you're embarrassed that you're laughing yes. that hard yeah. every he's time. He's just brilliant. He's a genius, and he's like he's otherworldly <laughs> funny. Yes. But yeah, he's part of a group called the Sunday Service, and they're a multiple-time Canadian Comedy Award-winning group. improv group. Very yeah. funny guys. Because that was something where, like you guys said, you can just kind of let him go. Oh, yeah. yeah. And just do his thing, and you guys then have to either fall back on the script or just roll with it. No, we don't even write him stuff no. in the script. Oh, really? No, we don't. We Well, it, he's he appears in season two. We wrote him some more in season two. Season one, it's just like, this is the scenario, and we'll just improvise it with him. So that's and what we And when we, we say improvise, it's just him, him. talking and then us <laughs> laughing at yes, him. Yes, so. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Turn camera on, press record. Basically. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Nice. <laughs> and so you guys have your first season all on YouTube. Yes. Yes. And you are currently in production or still working on season two? We're in post-production for season two. Yeah. Um, We're just getting our fine cuts ready. um, And it's going to be ready to be out in the world in June, we hope. (laughs) That's the plan. Absolutely. So it'll be up on TELUS Optic as well as our YouTube channel. So Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. So that is in June after that. Have you guys started to think ahead? Oh, we Absolutely. Sure yes. Um, yeah, we want to do a season three. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely a plan. Um, and we're really looking at what it's going to take to pitch to TV as well. Yeah. Like that's okay. a huge interest of ours. Um, we'd love to to make, obviously, this show into a, a TV series, I think, has always been the dream. So. There's just so much content that yeah. we have in our brains that we know can all work and the beauty of this show is each episode really is self-contained and can work and we can expand on it and we can cut it down uh, so there's just so much room uh, yeah. so we'd love to develop it for television nice and then talk a little bit about the collaboration because watching this with how organic the two of you yeah. interact with each other and that kind of comedy that just comes from being friends mm-hmm. when did you guys first start working together we went to acting school together. We've known each other about 11 years now, yeah. I think, wow. and became fast, fast best friends in school. 
um, people kind of said, you know, you got something. <laughs> and so we started doing a YouTube it channel. Just been us. It was our moms. <laughs> um, it, we that started doing. <laughs> was one of you. It yeah. Was, yeah. Got We've it, got kid. it. To the other. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we started doing a YouTube channel, just kind of like talk to camera, jump cuts. We did it ourselves. It was very like seven years ago. Basic, that, yeah, yeah, and just kind of people thought it was funny, and we always thought, oh, it'd be fun to do narrative. And finally, this tell a story hive opportunity came up, and we thought, let's just put something together, and this show happened. Yeah, and we I just genuinely really love each other as yeah. humans, so I think. I, I don't know helps. how this happened. How did this happen? <laughs> and it, yeah, it's like we don't see each other for months, and then you know, with your friends, it's like mm-hmm. it just you just jump back in. I think we have a very similar like sense of humor. Exactly. So I think yeah. that's, uh, and then the friendship just allows us to work very well off of each other. Yeah, we pretty much know what the other's thinking and saying all the time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and that type of like I said, genuine organic chemistry absolutely comes through. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, when I was looking you guys up online. My Google history, I had to clear immediately. <laughs> of course, yes. So tell people where they can find you online. Absolutely. So it's girl on girl humor. That's the key word you want to add in at the end. Or right. not, really. It depends what you're up you, for. Actually. We have, um, have an if you're, if you're looking it, up at work, listening to this, <laughs> like I have a lot of my listeners uh, yeah. listen to it at work. Right. Yeah. NSFW. Just wait, wait until you get home. Yeah. It's know. also safe to Google girls versus the city. Yeah, that's probably you But our YouTube channel is girl on girl humor. humor. And humor spelled and the American way. Yes. And uh, yeah, you that's you our the, Facebook the and everything. Way? Oh, oh, interesting. I don't know. You know what? That's a. Why did we make that choice? That was a long time ago. Because we I mean, you guys did win the best of BC. BC. Ugh, awkward. I mean, a long yeah. time ago, we knew we were better than BC. And we wanted to go oh to Canada. Wait, America. Where are we? Where do we live? <laughs> I don't know who I am. Nobody knows. Uh, <laughs> BC is the best place in the world. But I think we just thought like, many, many moons ago that it was smart to do the American spelling for people searching. That's true. Yeah. Okay. I think it is smart. Yeah, I stand by it. We stand by it. <laughs> I like it. And then individually, if people want to follow you guys on social media. Oh, yes. Um, I have Instagram. I don't use it that much. Uh, it's Bean, like B-E-A-N, mm-hmm. Weens, W-I-E-N-S. You really uh, like to just confuse people's browsers. <laughs> I don't know. That's what my family calls me. That's my family nickname is Bean. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's my Instagram. That's probably the only thing that I have. So there you go. Facebook. But yeah. Well, that's ours together. But yes. But yeah. you as a human on your own. You I don't want to get Facebook. a bunch of friends that I don't know. <laughs> Let's be real here. Uh, yeah. And my Instagram is just Bryn Peebles. So. It's much easier. <laughs> real simple to the point. Yeah. But I would say girl on girl, girl is humor. much more interesting. <laughs> on, <laughs> on Instagram. On Instagram. Yeah. We actually posted I mean, The last posted thing that. I posted was a photo of a flower or something. So. Right. From don't, three years ago. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you for sitting down with me. We've thank been you. trying to catch up uh, all weekend. It has yes. been crazy. Yeah, for sure. Congratulations on the best thank of BC. You. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. So I've been sitting down with Bryn and Brianna from Girls First of the City. Thank you. Thank you so much. Back again for the third year in a row. The third year, yeah. Christina DeLeon from Nasty Habits. Thank you. So uh, this is your third year coming back to mm-hmm. Vancouver WebFest. What about this fest is so special? Um, this was the first festival ever that I had been to. Um, and so I think, of course, there's going to be some sort of like nostalgic sense mentality there. Mm-hmm. But it's just, in my opinion, it's the best one that I've been to. 
Um, they take it so seriously. They the programming is always so excellent mm -hmm. this year especially, um, and they really they mean business like. They they were the first they were one of the only um, web series festivals to have panels in that first year that I was doing festivals. Right. Um, and then now everyone else has panels, probably because they did it first. Mm -hmm. um, they I noticed that like they they're striving to make it a marketplace as much as just a screening, you know. So I thought that was really cool and and um, they just they operate at such a, a higher level, and they always have. So, congratulations. Thank you. On winning Best Drama. Yes, thank you. Uh, and last year, from what I remember, you won, was it one or two awards last year also? We won, we won Best Drama last year as well. And we were nominated for, uh, my actress was nominated for Best Actress again. Yeah, so it's been good. So this is now <laughs> Nasty Habits Season 2. Yes. Is Season 2 wrapped, done? Wrapped and done, yeah. We launched in September and uh, rolled out over the course of eight weeks for our eight episodes. And yeah, we've just been like, last year was, was season two as well. We premiered the season, or the, the world premiere of season two was here last year in oh, March. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So we're back with a different episode of season two. Um, and yeah, that's, uh, it's, it's all done. Now, one thing I've noticed so far between the two years is the similarity in that you really focus on relationships mm -hmm. and intimacy in those relationships. Seeing that on, on screen was great. And then last year, you were saying that you brought your girlfriend to the screening. This year, you brought your parents yeah. to the screening. Yeah. So talk a little bit about how that intimacy and relationships, how those in the real world affect your work and how they drive it forward. Um... On like a very basic level, like that's kind of how I started. I mean, writing is observing, so that's that's really how I started to realize that I had the writer thing in me. Is in those relationships, those very close relationships. It's so like messed up, but like if I would get into a fight, I'd be like, "This is a scene." <laughs> Wow. I, I'd be that observant and that kind of out of it. I was also in acting school at the time, so everything was like this is this is your objective, this is my objective and and I would be, you know, there was that disconnect. Um, I hope that doesn't make me sound like a sociopath. No, no, but, not at all. Uh, of course not. No. <laughs> but yeah, it's I mean for me for me writing and filmmaking is just about telling the truth and and being honest and and portraying relationships like the goal for me is to have people say like that you took the you took the words out of my mouth like i've said that before i've been that person before i know exactly how that person feels um that moment is is kind of the goal for me it's almost like paying homage to certain moments that shaped me and and you know people who i'm in that relationship with and shaped our our uh you know either a familial relationship or a romantic relationship mm -hmm. um so that's that's the it's all kind of the same for me yeah right. okay yeah one thing that was noticed also this year that one of the presenters said is how many women in film we're seeing yeah and this amazing amount not just with you know, big screen things, but with web series and everything else. Who are some of the women in this industry that you 
look up to and also who are some people that you want to work with? Oh, yeah. Uh, let's get into that. Um, lately, Gloria Calderon Kellett, who is one of the showrunners on One Day at a Time. Okay. Um, I just saw her speak at Klexicon last weekend in Las Vegas. And um, One Day at a Time is not really my type of show. I don't usually like multicam. But what she and Mike Royce have done with it is make something so smart and progressive. And I, I love smart comedy like that where no one has to be insulted, you know? Mm -hmm. And, like, that's such a, like a snowflake thing to say. But I, as a, you know, multiracial, uh, bisexual woman, have spent too much time... Um, watching sitcoms where like I am the butt of a joke and right. you know we all loved friends but watching it back sometimes can be really disappointing because mm -hmm. it's like kind of homophobic sometimes so well, having that and how you can live in New York yeah and you get one black cast member <laughs> six seasons in yeah it's yeah. insane it's really insane um, you know just what what they've done on that show has really moved me and, and made me excited to, uh, about the genre again um, besides her uh, Jill Soloway who I believe identifies now as gender non-binary um, Lena Dunham although she's problematic uh, but I can't help like she is the first season of Girls um, when that started there was before the first season actually there was like a mm -hmm. featurette that introduced her and introduced the show and introduced like where she came from and and I remember I posted that clip on my best friend's wall and said, like, if she could do it, we can do it. Because we were about the same age. She's wow. a little bit older than me. And that was before we did anything. That's, that was before I made anything. And I honestly kept going because she did it, you know? Um, so certainly her. Uh, I feel like there are so many other ladies that I'm leaving out. Ava DuVernay. I mean, come on. Lynn right. Shelton, who directed mm -hmm. Your Sister's Sister. She's uh, Seattle. Yeah. Um, yeah. A, a lot of ladies. Awesome. Yeah. And then lastly, what do you want people to feel when they watch your show? Um, I touched on this before, um, but really, I want people to feel like less alone. Hmm. Um, I want to explore the specific and underrepresented relationships and experiences. Um, and I hope I, I do justice to that. And, and I can only speak on what I have uh, knowledge on and experience with. Um, but specifically, like, you know, for LGBT youths, mm -hmm. I, I want those kids to feel like it's gonna be okay right <laughs> and like it's not just you know it's not just dead lesbians all the time on tv it's not just like you know a tragic story where mm -hmm. one person is crazy or one person dies at the end i want to instill hope um and yeah i want people to feel like they can see themselves and they can see themselves in positions of power and in you know with with happy endings um to sort of tie that into, you know, one day at a time, I have never seen myself on a sitcom like that before. Hmm. Um, seen myself, like, represented. Right. Um, something like The Fosters, like, seeing uh, a, a married couple who is two women, and they are not a joke. 
um, and they're not just meant to be sexy. They are just two moms to yeah. several kids. Um, that was I, I've never seen anything like that before, and that was the first time I really started to, um, you know, accept that I could be a mom how I mean that's so weird but like you do have to see it to believe it absolutely so that's what yeah. I that's what I hope to do for people with nasty habits fantastic and then where can people get the most up-to-date information where can they watch the show and your social media handles yeah so um, they can watch the show at nastyhabitstv.com you can find both seasons one and two there uh, on Instagram and Twitter we are nasty habits TV I, I personally on Instagram am Christina Filters Things. Um, and on Twitter, I am at Shut Up Christina. Um, and I try to <laughs> very, post. Very unique posts. Yeah. Or very unique uh, handles. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I won't change them because they amuse me. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I, I think probably the Nasty Habits handle is the one to follow if you want those updates. I try to post. I'll try to post more. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Christina DeLeon of Nasty Habits. Thank you. Sitting with the woman who, without whom, none of this would be possible, Suzette Lacroix, welcome back to the show. I know. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're the best. Uh, I'm just saying that. I mean, you say that, but last year we talked mm. about an award for best podcast coverage. Okay, that's not my fault. Okay. Because apparently, every time I asked somebody, they weren't sure how to judge it. Uh, easy. Oh. Only one person in the category, me. Oh shit! Sure, yeah. Well, I already knew that, and I told them that, and they were like, "But we don't know how to judge it." Vancouver Webfest 2018. I know, right? Fifth year. We're in a brand new venue. Huge space. How are those views? It is incredible. Right. The, the view is incredible because we can see the reflection of me in the window right now. That's oh, yeah, the view, of course. <laughs> uh, this year there were over what 80 panels. Well, there wasn't 80 panel. There was 80 panelists. We had 80 panelists. speakers. Sheesh. 80, because you know, because then there'd be like sometimes two, three, four on a mm -hmm. panel. So that's where the so not so many panels, but panelists, right? So, so we had um, or speakers or however you want to say, because we had workshop speakers, panelists. So we had over 80 this year. And as far as entries to the fest, we had close to 300. 300 from. 24 countries as far as South Africa. Mm -hmm. And we had Israel this year. Right. And we had Mongolia. Turkey, Mongolia, um, India. Mm -hmm. the, and the, by the way, the reason I'm mentioning them is they're all new this year. They wow. had never submitted before. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was pretty amazing. Absolutely incredible. Uh, we do get the United States, which is awesome because yes. there are... There are you know, neighborly cousins or cousin, uh, something. Mm -hmm. The ugly cousin. Am I allowed to say that? No. Oh, yeah, because you're from there. But the, <laughs> the um, okay, the ugly stepsister. No, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> no, I love you guys. I'm just saying. I'm just going to stop there. So what would you say this year, being in the new space with three different rooms, with panels and screening rooms, outside of those things, what makes this year so much different well we also had a VR I mean again right. like last year we introduced it just to kind of get a feel for it and it was so well I can't think of words so Received. thank you that's the word oh my god I'm just saying you may be putting out those words for me but it was so well received last year I loved it and you know and I thought you know what even though there were filmmakers well I say we loosely you guys are filmmakers um, it's not they're gonna go to a VR conference because what they do at a VR conference would be so 
intense and I, they probably wouldn't need all the information and maybe the price you'd pay. Right. So we wanted to bring VR to them. So not only for the experience, because you actually got to experience it, the education and just, and there was panels and there was a keynote speaker and, and it was brilliant and very well received. Like the people were just, you know, the panels were full, the keynote, everybody, because again, it's out of interest sometimes too. Mm -hmm. Like if you, if you're not, no, you don't know much about it, go and this is how you're going to learn. So, so let's see what else. So again, we, so we also went from, you know, four panels or keynotes, like, I mean, a combination, mm -hmm. um, at the other, at the other venue, which, you know, was great. We had three years there. It was like, you'd get a screening block, which is, you know, an hour and a half or so screening block, panel, screening block. Yep. Back, keynote back to back, back, back to back and that's all we could fit in there well this year we had three rooms going non-stop mm -hmm. we had the screenings going we actually bring, brought them in free this year so that just because you know we wanted to invite the world to come and see these and uh, and also they were up against panels so I felt like I was ripping off the creators but I wanted to you know and it's a funny thing if you got to grow you got to grow but um, and then we had constant the other two rooms were constant back to back panels mm -hmm. keynotes but um, so we 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 two three tiered it this year, so that was also new. But it was again, I'm I'm happy to say that it was well received because I think I was afraid that people would feel ripped off in the in the screenings because everybody would be in the panels. But the screenings were pleasantly full. Definitely, you know, yeah. and I'm happy. Again, I know it sounds weird, but because it, it is about the creators and it's about mm -hmm. having their work being seen. That's why we do the festival. But then we wanted to bring to them like speakers so there's education and and networking and understanding and how they can do things and make their series better and how they can become better creators and that's what we want to do for them as well so and we only have three days to do it i don't want to become like a uh south by southwest i'm, I'm good being three days not three weeks you know and right. i don't think people want a fourth day i sort of asked around and i said would you prefer a fourth day or to do what we did and the, the, the census was do what you do like yeah. let's see how it worked and the first year I'm, I'm truly uh, like I'm so happy that it worked out as well as it did and it was the, pe the, the feedback I've gotten was amazing so, absolutely I mean because know. the diversity of programming that you had the diversity of keynotes and shout out the person who did most of the programming so Shiva um she, so they go through all that and they become official selections, and then she continues because she works with the judges, you know. For and so mm -hmm. that's so that's all programming. So the other programming, I'm thinking you meant of like the panelists and yeah. So like that, that was Paula, right? So I go around to the MIP TVs and the NATPs and the VidCons and the and I meet the people and I get or you know I meet people that help us meet people and and then I hook her up with them and then she continues to find people through networking and so if somebody I meet can't do it they're really awesome and they're like you know I can't come up but you know I'm gonna find you someone else in LA that can and there's our like people were just astounded by the names that we got this year yeah and I'm not gonna list them because there was over 80 of them mm -hmm. I'm just saying but feel free to go on our website they're all there yes uh, which is vancouverwebfest.com for those who don't know but okay enough of that plugging me but uh, but no the, so the programming so yeah so that Paula did that oh my god and then she leaves me Right, that was definitely. Who knew a that I was going to get? Who She's knew right that I was going to get a divorce, dude? Get over here. Was I not just saying like that? I just lost my best friend, and yeah. that when she. No, you uh, lost your director of development. You still have your same, best friend. Same diff. How many speakers oh, yeah. did we have? 
Um, I, I don't know. Somebody said 70. I actually never counted them, but somebody told me it was 70. 70 or I thought someone told 70 me 70 ish. But anyways, yeah. there was a lot. Yeah, yeah. 70 yeah, or 80. A lot. We should count. You know? I have a list. I can yeah. look ton of it. panelists, ton of keynote speakers, yeah. industry professionals from all over the world. Yes. Mm. No, I was. He's been reading our website. I know, thank God. And, um, <laughs> and you know, again, we just need Vancouver to show up now. Um, they didn't do too bad today. Oh, they had a lot of, yeah. Okay, I'm going to cough again. <laughs> so and a, a lot of them came like one day. They just don't come for the whole thing. Because yeah. it's hard because it's here. And, oh, well, right. You know, yep. yeah. and they it's can go easier home. to go to something out of town because your That's kids what you're going are for. away somewhere else. And, yeah, you know. it's true. So one of the other things, so with the, the three days, like right. we are talking about, this takes months and months. Like basically you give the yourself a... The whole year. We yeah, don't you, stop. You, you give yourself a few days after today yeah and then it is right well, back cause, well because well first of all it's not even that we're done now like now we got to wrap up there's paperwork and there's oh did i do something oh <laughs> i'll do that too there's and, and thank yous to be written like you know yeah. and we like to be pretty hands-on with that so yeah. it's it's not necessarily yeah there's a lot of a and lot then of yeah too. and then and then our yeah and it's and which is fine it's all part of the 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 process but and then in the meantime, we even started working on 2019, like a few weeks or a few months ago. Because wow. you start meeting, you start looking, you start looking for like new ideas. Although you have to finish this year, but you want to think ahead. So, but it's a, it's a, it's a nonstop. I mean, you stop for a minute, it gets a little quieter where you can take a breather for, I don't know, an hour or two <laughs> on a Saturday, Sunday sometimes. Just saying. Awesome. But you know what? We did it out of passion. I sucker punched her 2013 and you got in. Something October. Like that. Well, it was. It was funny. I saw pictures the other day of it. It came up on my. Did the you anniversary say thing? No, it was like the anniversary Facebook thing of us at LA Web Fest. It was oh, like my oh, nice. my cavers. And oh Neil my god. We were, yeah. So. That. Oh, when we were in that back row. Yes. Oh my god. Just you saying. You remember that picture? Oh, because yeah, it was pretty was painful. Oh my god. It was painful. That's all we're gonna say. You can <laughs> that was that why too. we were inspired to do this. This is why we were inspired to do it. Yeah. So thank you. So for October 2013. The first ideas of this to now in its fifth year. No, it was actually March of 2013. Oh, it was March. I can tell you why without mentioning any names. I'm at a festival. All these people get called up like over and over and over again because you didn't win best of, you just won good for you, right? It was a four hour award ceremony. It started, it went till quarter to one in the morning. And then here's the best part I was comedy, and by the time the comedy ended, Everybody had been called up minimum once, except mm. for me. And then that turned out a few. You got called up. But Not they had for the wrong names. Not for comedy. Oh, I see. Okay. But point being, you know, make a long story longer. Um, <laughs> they, uh, a few other people that had only gotten the two-week notice that they were in, they didn't also get called up. So it was like he ran out of paper or something because he gave wow. 670 awards Sheesh. out, or not even awards, pieces of paper. But fast forward, he was the one that inspired me to do it because I was so disappointed, not from not getting an award, but the whole process, the whole festival. And I was like, I'm going to do one of these. We'd met, then we hooked up back in Vancouver after to do just a, hey, let's all the web series, Vancouver web series people get together because we'd met so many people down there. So Paula and a couple other girls, you know, were doing it. And then Paula asked if I wanted to be part of it. And I was like, yeah, you know, we, and then I told her I was going to start this festival. And she's like, oh, yeah, I can give you some ideas, you know, let's talk. And then I'd asked her to be part of it, and she said she couldn't. And a couple months later, she's like, you know what, let's do it. And, you know, and then five years later, here we are. Five years. I know, right? 
you know, I'm just saying. I'll, felt we like, went from the downtown like 10, east side the down, you know. to Cole Harbor in five years. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that, that's impressive. That's for those who don't know the downtown east side, well, let's just say, look it up. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying. But, you know, it's been a journey. Five years, it feels like ten. Oh, can we say that? Yes. All right, it feels like five. <laughs> it does. It feels, well, actually, it feels like a blink, but sometimes it feels like, oh, my God, that was so long ago. Right, for sure. So, yeah, so now we don't know what we're doing because I'm by myself. <laughs> Not a guilt trip at all. No. No. I'm alone. I'm resistant to it now. I'm alone. Fair enough. Well, I got I guilted her back in because she left last year. I didn't you get guilt her. Well, I did get sick. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's another story. We'll interview later about, you know. But you know what? It's been a journey. I'm proud of it. Paula's proud of it. I am so proud of it. I love this girl. I couldn't have done it without her. And I know I try to say that on stage, but you get all rumbly up there. Of and, course, yeah. But I could not have done it without her. And in fact, even last year, I almost couldn't do it without her. And I got sick, and then, unfortunately, we just didn't have the manpower. So Paula came back, and she, again, my savior. There wouldn't be a web fest without this girl. That is awesome. Vancouver Web Fest 2018. <laughs> Even though you are going to be down one person, the amazing Paula. Can I say something to you? Sure. You're an awesome dude. Oh, I thank you. You have been amazing on social media. You're amazing. You're the nicest guy I ever met. You know, the fact that you come up, yeah, up, come up here to do this, uh, you know, is thank you. Thank you so much, Suzette and Paula. My pleasure. For sitting down and I will absolutely be back next year, oh, wherever would, it is. Oh, yeah. We're, you know, we'll find and the website place. again. VancouverWebFest.com. Perfect. All right. Thanks, guys. Okay, bye. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a